Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome to Bitchin' Every Week. We talk about a different person. We dissect We bit wildly off track. And this week I've had two beers last night. Every day we stray further from God's light on this podcast. And today is no different. Because we are doing the amazing, <laughs> unstoppable force. A man who I would still have sex with. I'm sorry. I'm actually not sorry. Tom Cruise. I'm not sorry at all. I honestly think something's happened in lockdown where I've become a much more tolerant person. Because I was expecting to be really angry and mm, stuff. And because I, you I, realise what a piece of shit you are. Yeah, I just, I love all the bad boys, man. Shall I read his wiki? Yeah. I love this. We've had no foreplay today, have we? We've just cracked on. We're just getting straight into... Oh, I just got right in there. I I really felt the fear and I was just like, I've just got to do this because I can't let Helen down. Can't let Helen down today. You didn't want me to ask you no, how... No, because we all were. know how we are at this point, right? <laughs> I mean, we literally live in hell. We live in hell. Tom Cruise, Mapatha, the fourth... Born July the 3rd, 1962, which makes him 57. God, he looks good. Is an American actor and producer. He received several accolades for his work, including three Golden Globe Awards and three nominations for Academy Awards, with a net worth of... Do you want to have a guess? 300 million? 570 million, as of 2020. Oh, right. I was a bit conservative. Oh, by the way, just so you know, I think earlier it snagged... The connection went a little bit. I was being very funny, but you'll never know. I'll know when I listen back. I I love that. You think the connection must have snagged because I didn't laugh at what you said. Maybe I just just (laughs) thought it wasn't funny. Oh, Oh, she's crying. Oh, you really are hungover. I'm just not not used to this. Can't. The fucking... Because I haven't been drinking specifically for my mental health Mm. and now i'm just really over the fucking the video calls the i don't want to do it anymore so i thought i'll have a beer last night to kind of you know just so i'm a bit more fun (laughs) a better version of yourself that is what happens when you drink yeah it's for everyone else it's not for (laughs) me I'm I'm being selfless when I drink. Mm-hmm, actually, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about everyone else's recreational time, mm. and that it's usually improved by me being fucked. 
I have that theory about my my singing voice. I think that I'm a much better singer when I'm drunk, and it's only about a year ago that I realised that I was worse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd love to go and do karaoke. Get it up on your YouTube. I highly recommend getting it up on your YouTube. On your YouTube. Maybe we could do a karaoke version of the Mission Impossible theme tune. Da 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 da. Oh, Helen, that's not da. Mission Impossible. Wait, wait for it. Da 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 da. Is it that one? Nope. That's still okay, James Bond. Wait. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Oh, I do know it. Will you give me the first note? Dun. Dun. Da 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 dun 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 da 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 They are great films. At least they were when they came out and I watched them as a child. I remember thoroughly enjoying them. Oh, yeah, and the newest ones are good as well, actually. I don't know if I've seen them. Would you recommend? The one with Henry Cavill in it. That's good. There's just loads of fights and they're all great. And I don't really like fights, but... It's proper, like, it's so well-structured, you can tell loads God, of people... God, you look so well. What? You look so well. Stop. But, you know, oh my gosh, I went to A&E this week. Yes, tell the listeners. Another Helen classic, this one. I had quite a week. <laughs> so, I bought myself some mould remover over the internet which I didn't realise at the time, but had hydrochloric acid in it. And I then proceeded, it's like a foam, I sprayed it all over my bathroom ceiling, which honestly is covered in mould, like I've been desperate to try and get rid of it and nothing is, it's like black mould, nothing is bringing it off. So that's why I bought this really strong foam. But obviously the problem with putting foam on the ceiling is it drips down from the ceiling. Yeah, gravity does exist. Mm. (laughs) I'm completely fine but it did drip straight into my left eye. But then what happened was I just blinked it out and I did rinse it out a bit and then I just carried on spraying it on my ceiling and then more proceeded to drop down onto my T-shirt and my T-shirt very quickly went from being a black T-shirt to like a, you know, that bleach stain. Yeah. And then a drop fell on my face and it stank and then another drop fell in my eye so I was rinsing it all out. And um, and it was when it fell on my face that I realised actually this is pretty strong stuff because it was like it was burning through. So I was rinsing it all away. And then um, Matt read the bottle and it said on the bottle, do not use on the ceiling. And it also said may cause severe permanent damage to your eyes. So obviously I'm completely fine, precursor, but we then called 111 and they then called their poison department and read out the label of the bottle and they were like, you need to go to A&E to get your... I washed out, which was well annoying. Sorry, I'm drinking a, a coffee, guys, by the way. Just if you hear me gulping. Just, you know, because of the couple of beers I had last night. Just feeling a bit fragile, you know. You've not mentioned those couple of beers. Yeah, I just, have, I just had a couple of beers, you know. So social. Yeah. Anyway, I had my own little mission impossible. <laughs> if you will. <laughs> So, back to uh, Tom Cruise. We both have sex with him. That's good. <laughs> good news. So, oh. I didn't realise about his sort of childhood, how he moved around loads. He was in 15 different schools across 14 years. Oh, his dad, that's so Yeah, it, it's, he sort of described us growing up in, in basically complete poverty, like really, really poor family. Um, 
He described his dad as my father was the kind of person where if something goes wrong, they kick you. It was a great lesson in my life, how he'd lull you in, make you feel safe and then bang. For me, it was like, there's something wrong with this guy. Don't trust him, be careful around him. So they sort of followed the dad around work-wise. And then when Tom Cruise was about eight years old, I think, his mum like left and took the children um, I imagine for their kind of safety and they were living in Canada at the time and she moved them all back to America um, and I think yeah looking back he sort of says that his dad his relationship with his dad was quite abusive and violent really mm. which is something I didn't know I don't know why I think because of all the Scientology stuff he just has the allure of like a very privileged wealthy man yeah and but I mean no of... one gets involved in that kind of stuff unless there's kind of a deep hole within them that is yearning to be filled. Yeah. Cheery stuff. I mean, I really bring the jokes. That's what I bring to the table is the jokes. Well, I was also actually just thinking I accidentally did qualify on one of their courses. Um, oh, yeah, you did, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. So I think it's a mixture of there's a deep hole inside you that needs to be filled and also just being really impressionable and a bit dumb. I wanted to do their free personality test online but I accidentally clicked on one of their courses and I ended up doing this whole course in like personal management and I've got like a proper certificate from the Scientology people. Did you pay for it? No. Did you learn anything useful from the Church of Scientology? So it's all like based around you can see how they lull particularly vulnerable people in. Mm. It's all it's it's not something that you are it's something that you do I think that's how they kind of put it so it's Mm. like a very practical like self-improvement course almost okay and like loads of it is just really obvious stuff like if you've got something you want to achieve then write out really small like short-term tasks that are achievable and then tick them off as you go so it's for really ambitious people I think who want to get a helicopter you you then work out if I want to get a helicopter first of all I have to earn loads of money and then I have to do this and then I have to do this and then you tick them off as you go so mm-hmm. the, the course was kind of just in like how to achieve big goals through little objectives so it's all really obvious yeah but it was it was highly addictive I don't recommend getting sucked into the hole of going on their website no because it is bad Tilly, you've got great analysis today. I come in with the hot takes. Don't be scared. Don't be afraid of me, okay? Uh... When you're in the presence of sheer genius, sometimes it can feel overwhelming. Sometimes it can feel like, (laughs) oh my God, I don't have anything to bring to the table when Tilly's there because it's just, you know, but you do, you do, Helen. You have so much to offer. I'm so kind. Thank you. Don't hold your head. Are you okay? Oh, God. I can't do it, you know. I get to like 9pm and I'm like, oh, that's it for me, guys. Oh, my gosh, though. You know, I've been going on midnight walks. Sorry, this is literally like an episode now about me rather than about Tom Cruise. This is like my fourth um, boring Everyone forgives us. You're very likeable. Please continue. So I've not been going out in the day because um, I don't want to be responsible for giving elderly people coronavirus. Obviously, go out in the day is really important to get you vitamin D. But I like going out for late night walks and it's really safe around where I am. But last night, um, I walked past this car and there was this banging coming from inside the car. Dog in. So I, like, I stopped to look 
and all of the windows were completely steamed up. But then I realised in retrospect, because I was like properly trying to look in because I just didn't really process that it was sex at first. Mm. I was like, oh, there's something mechanically wrong with this car. Yeah, it's going to explode, yeah. (laughs) Um, But obviously in retrospect, I realised that although I couldn't see them through the misted windows, they could probably see me really well because I was in the like street light and they were looking up from their dark car into me. So it probably looked like I could see them really well. So I then carried on walking like a few more meters and the car kind of came like rushed past me and behind it a second car so clearly two cars had gone met they'd like got into one car to have the nice time and then when they got caught they like quickly sped away and I saw them following each other around the path to like find somewhere else reclusive to go have a nice time well fucking hell it's all right for some no I wonder how many like outdoor sexy encounters the sexy outdoor times are happening yeah probably less than usual (laughs) it's just yeah it's just that you're going outside at night now for your walk which most people aren't doing yeah you're right and there's a man who um pretends to be a jogger did i tell you about him when he came over when i was looking at the tennis ball that i thought was a dead animal what did he do he just was pretending to be a jogger and came really close. Oh no, and you didn't tell me about him. I think that he's a. I think that he's a drug dealer because he always. Oh uh, right, yeah. He always kind of tries to chat to you at midnight when he's in his jogging shorts, and also I've never seen him do any jogging. Right, yeah. They anyway, do. Jo- okay. Sorry, go on. There you go. Nah, I'm boring. <laughs> I, hope, I hope it's over soon. I hope I'm over soon. What okay, a fucking waste on. of everyone's fucking time let's I am. crack on. So, he nearly became a priest. <laughs> he grew up Catholic. Yeah, I did know this. He's. Mm. It makes sense he's a very devotional person. Totally, totally. You know, I I bet having sex with Tom Cruise is great. Because I bet he acts like you're the best thing that he's ever mm. had sex with. Mm. You know, he jumped on that sofa... He jumped on the sofa. A chilled out guy doesn't jump on a sofa for a woman. So for anyone who doesn't know, when he was engaged, I think, to Katie Holmes, or at least he was he was admitting his love to Katie Holmes on Oprah Winfrey's show, and I really recommend, if you haven't come across it, looking on YouTube at the clip of him just jumping physically up and down. Yeah, it was on one of sofa. the early big internet moments, really, wasn't it, that? Yeah, it was like, yeah, early viral. Mm. It was quite something... But also just there's something really, I don't know, there's some, like his whole relationships, there is something really sad about. There's all these rumours that a lot of them are organised through the Church of Scientology. Mm. Um, so his marriage, um, after after he went out with Penelope Cruz, um, he's been out with so many people, by the way. Did you know he went out with Cher? What? When? <laughs> he went out with Cher? Um, I'm not sure when, actually. Let me find out. Uh it just says he went out with Cher, who at the time was 16 years his senior. Yeah, but was so fit, I bet. I mean, she's still so fit. She's... Yeah, who else has he gone out with? So he went... He's... Oh, my God, so So he was people. married to Nicole Kidman. He was married to Nicole Kidman. I'm sure we've all seen with... the iconic photo of when she got her divorce from him. Oh, my gosh, no. Oh, Google it now. It's great. She's, like, in the street and she's like this. Really she's happy. so happy, yeah. She's so happy to be free. Oh my gosh, what? That's how we're all going to feel when lockdown ends. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she looks so happy. 
That's quite worrying, isn't it? Yeah. The sheer relief on her face and just joy. It's like she's walking out of a bunker. Mm. Whoa. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, Nicole Kidman. Um, his first wife, Mimi, Mimi Rogers, the actress... And she's the person who introduced him to Scientology because her dad was like really involved in the church and also is really good mates with um, Ron Howard. Ron Howard? L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> Fucking hell, Helen. Oh my God, that's bad. Don't get them mixed up. Ron, <laughs> Ron Hubbard. Lock you in the cupboard. Oh, I'm in the new L. Ron Hubbard film. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I got the part. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> so her dad was really great mates with Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard, yeah. L. Ron Hubbard. So she introduced, she was the kind of person responsible for bringing Tom into the church. Okay. Um, and they and must then... have been, you know, overjoyed to have him. Because he's clearly a very, you know, he doesn't just like something. He's He's got to be, it's like him with all his stunts and his films. And it's why he's such a good actor, because he's just totally... I I just think he's a fucking amazing actor. I can watch him in anything. Mm. He, but he really gives everything to the part in a really practical way. And he does all his own stunts. And he'll probably yeah. kill himself doing a stunt eventually. Because it's fucking mad, some of the shit that he's, he does. And he is 57 now, yeah. which I know oh isn't my old. God. Like, you know. Well, it's not young, is it? Yeah. He should be a bit careful jumping around. Yeah. I thought you meant on the show then. I was like, well, I can't change up the fact that my brain doesn't work, Helen. Oh, no. (laughs) No, I meant him physically jumping around. Can't start Um. taking the show seriously now. (laughs) It's too late. What do you want from me? Oh, God. Um, so after after so after Nicole Kidman, he went out with Penelope Cruz, I think for about four, three or four years. They met on the set of Vanilla Sky. And then an article in October 2012 in Vanity Fair stated that several sources had said that after the breakup with Cruz, Scientologist leaders launched a secret project to find Cruz a new girlfriend. girlfriend. According to those sources, a series of auditions of Scientologist actresses resulted in a short-lived relationship with British Iranian actress Nazina Bonadi, who subsequently left Scientology. Good for her. Scientology and Cruz's lawyers issued strongly worded 
denials and threatened to sue, according to Vanity Fair, of shoddy journalism and religious bigotry. But journalist Roger Friedman later reported that he received an email from director and ex-Scientologist Paul Haggis confirming the story. So after that Vanity Fair story, everybody then was suspicious of anything that he did and... and Katie What's-Her-Face came after that, the one he was jumping up and down on the sofa for um, Katie Holmes. So I think a lot of people also believed that Katie Holmes was kind of a product of being hunted by the Scientologists, but obviously that's all speculation and not Mm. confirmed. So who Who knows? knows? I mean, her career was really fucked after that, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, he's got so Mm. much power, this is the thing, because he's not just an actor, he's... He does have power, but I mean, really, his only asset now, culturally, is Mission Impossible. Because I don't really know that many other people want to work with him now. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people he's cut ties with, like Paramount Studios completely cut ties Mm -hmm. with him. Um, And what's his name? That big old Stephen... Not Stephen Sondheim. Who's that big director? That big director, Stephen. Well, fuck me, I don't know. Steve Spielberg! Oh, right, yeah. So he fell out with Steven Spielberg because he he's really, really anti-like psychology and he doesn't believe that mental illness is real. And um, Well, that's the Scientology line yeah. on kind of the therapy is people indoctrinating people or like poisoning them, which is hilarious because that's exactly what Scientology yeah. is doing. Yeah, well, I think that's why they feel um, threatened, don't they, by psychology? Yeah, there was something that happened... Um, where there was an actress who she had postpartum depression and she talked about uh, that she took meds, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a pretty responsible fucking thing to do if you've had a baby and you now have to be responsible for the baby, but you are unable to do that. Mm -hmm. I would say meds, that's a fucking great shout until you recover. And he said something to her and then was forced to apologize or something yeah so it was brooke shields and he said um that there's no such thing as a chemical imbalance and she replied oh shut the fuck yeah, up she replied saying that crews should stick to saving the world from aliens and let women who are experiencing postpartum depression decide what treatment options are best for them and this led to a heated argument between matt lure and Cruz on nbc's today because he really stuck by his guns and was said god how weird I know. Of all the people to pick on as well, like... I know. It's just so strange. But this is where I do think he's just... I mean, he has a lot of power and he has a lot of agency and he should be held accountable to that. But he did then apologise to her about a year and a half later in person. Um, So I don't know if that's him taking his comments back or realising the consequences of his comments, but I don't know if he's ever publicly come out and said, actually, obviously, you know, mothers with postnatal depression should... Yeah, you know, take the treatments that are gonna help them out. It's it's really weird. It's such a weird thing to decide that you're gonna fight against. Because mm. he is he's friends with them. Um, I think he's got lots of friends who aren't Scientologists. He's friends with Simon Pegg because of the Mission Impossible films, and I think Simon Pegg's very fond of him. I can imagine being very fond of Tom yeah. Cruise. Yeah, if I met him. Yeah. I agree. I'm obviously not fond of Scientology, but I'm very... I do. He's a great actor. Never underestimate the amount which other actors will forgive. <laughs> if you really think that person's sick at acting. Mm. 
Do you know what I mean? I really do know. I really do. But also, I don't know. There is a vulnerability to him. Like, yeah. there just is. There is. Because, maybe it's because he's really small. But there, but there is just... There... How short is he? Let's have a is look. He... I mean, short kings rise up. Fuck me up. Fuck me up, short king. He's 1.7 metres. So what's that in foot? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I wish we would just pick one metric system. <laughs> Drives me mad. That's five foot seven. Short man. Short man. Yeah. Oh. So hot though. So fit. Gorgeous. Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Do what you like. People have just decided that height is attractive. Mm-hmm. No. No, I know. I'm with you. I mean, I'm small, I'm so not bothered. It doesn't bother me. Nothing does anything for me anymore. Anyway, nothing. <laughs> Other than money. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm obviously joking. Obviously joking. Mm, is she though? He said that um, Scientologists helped him overcome his dyslexia. Aww. Well, you can't overcome your dyslexia, can you though, really? No, it. it's just something you have. It's interesting. It probably like helped him. It was probably like they helped him find things to like manage it or whatever. Yeah. They probably empowered him to then be like okay what can i do so that i can read and learn lines at like a normal level compared to everyone else it is a thing i follow really obsessively follow this person on instagram who is a scientologist and i've become obsessed Mm. with him and he talks can you tell me and cut it out who this person is um oh yeah i found him oh is he famous well he's bought his followers, I think... So this is the thing, I've now got a big conspiracy theory about him. He's a Scientologist, and he, he's also got a Facebook page, and people comment on things that he posts, saying that he's a type of Scientologist, which is clearly, like, the Scientologist version of what we would call an influencer, and their role within Scientology is to be really public-facing and to make it look really cool. Uh, and one of the things... Oh, uh, yeah. One of the things he talks about is... Um, I don't want to give away his identity, but a disability that he had as a child and how he overcame that disability through mindset. And I, and it's not the same as what Tom Cruise is doing because if that really person needed to have a positive impact for Tom Cruise, then fair enough. But the idea that you can just overcome disability through mindset is mm. just so... It's just so appalling. But you can it's see... It's just horrific. You can see how what you're using is people's vulnerabilities... And making them believe that those vulnerabilities can be mm. solved or need solving to sort of, you know, lull them in. So people angrily sometimes comment on his Facebook posts saying, what about the people who are in the church and who desperately want to escape but feel now this weird sense of dependency on, you know, on the people who are claiming to look after them and support them with their ambitions and their, and their issues. And actually it's all a big load of rubbish. This guy is clearly insane. Yeah, he's completely insane. Honestly, Tilly, you're going to get in such a hole. I really recommend all of his stories that he's like... But he's been going out in lockdown as well and doing all these videos. I know. I know. Because I bet Scientologists don't think that coronavirus is real. In 2013, Cruz stated that ex-wife Katie Holmes divorced him um, in part to protect the couple's daughter, Suri, from Scientologist. He said that Suri is no longer a, a practicing member of the church. Thank God. How old is this kid now? Let me have a look. She's 14 years old oh, now. Bless her. Plus a heart. 
I wonder if they have any contact. But you're right, it takes a certain kind of person to be so dedicated to a cause, and in his case, Scientology, that he has lost huge relationships with like studios, with directors, with his wife, with his children. Like that is that is really it's just really sad. It's an interesting um dynamic, I think. I wonder where it comes from to be totally devoted to an organisation or to, you know, at the expense of your own life. Not not great. <laughs> Tilly's crack analysis again. Not, it's not, not great, not Tom. Great. <laughs> I think you can do a lot better. And um, I wonder if he'll have, ever have like an epiphany. I think you probably have had one by now, wouldn't you? And also, like, can you imagine, like, age fifty-seven, like, if you were suddenly like, "God, this is bollocks!" Like, you, you, your brain just couldn't. Yeah. You'd do anything other than believe that. You'd rather do anything, like. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, you would. You'd like. I don't know. You'd rather believe in all of it than you would be like, "Oh, actually, I've wasted my life." God. I don't know what's happening to me. (laughs) I'm very scared. There were really positive stories about people having epiphanies or reawakenings. What, in Scientology? No, 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 when they're in there. I was just thinking, you know, if anyone's listening who suddenly wants a big life change in their 50s, it doesn't mean that your whole life has been a waste of time. Oh, no, it means the opposite. But it would probably feel like that. Yeah, yes, of course. It would, Which is why people tell like that to become more conservative as they get older, don't they? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Or stay grip. in things that aren't right for them, stay in relationships that aren't right for them, stay in jobs that don't suit them because they're scared. Yeah. Which is why I am becoming a undertaker. I think it's the best. Oh, you'd best be great. Use of my time. What's good about that is you can't bring the mood down. <laughs> Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> what What are we going to do? What job are you going to do? Um, I think you'd be surprised how resilient our industry is. I think I'll probably just carry on. I don't want to do a fucking thing behind a plastic screen. I can't do it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe um, not worry too much about it. in our flat we've been doing the five stages of grief because we're all at very different stages in terms of like under our relationship with what's happening at the moment and that's good that sounds useful yeah mary who i live with has been in kind of anger slash depression for quite a long time now she's slowly moving into bargaining and matt we thought was in acceptance but we've realized until yesterday was in complete denial (laughs) and i pretty much went from Oh, it's happening to acceptance. So I think it's like when somebody you really don't like dies and you want to feel all the feelings, but actually you just immediately... Well, actually you didn't really like the world or anyone in it. So this is (laughs) quite easy for you. Actually, what was happening previously is just everyone just wanted to see you all the time and (laughs) you understood that you were likeable, but you just didn't like anyone else. And you just, you just, just wanted to get on with your career and... I guess people were there. Where was you? Every day's a nightmare. But do you know what, guys? You're doing mm. great. Tom Cruise films are out there for you to tap into, entertain yourself. 
What's that? Think what can you devote yourself to in a kind of Tom Cruise way? It should be yourself. We should all have Tom Cruise level of devotion for our own selves. Maybe not to the point that you think you can cure that you think you can cure your own dyslexia, but definitely to the point that you're like, I might jump off this bridge for something to do. Community. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to feel part of a yeah. community. And I think at the heart of anything quite evil and distorted like Scientology, there is just a human need to be part of a community. Find some kind of meaning in the void. To belong. Do you know what I'm going to watch? I'm going to watch that film that he's in. Uh... The 2015 documentary Going Clear, Scientology and the Prison of Belief. It's really good. It's really good. I've seen it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it really explains what was going on, what's going on. It's scary shit. They're very... It's a very well-ran organisation and you don't want to get on the wrong side of them. All right. Well, that was Tom Cruise. Loosely. (laughs) Look, I don't want to lie to you. I'm enjoying this. I enjoy doing this show. But yesterday I tried to play Sims 4. And when I brought it up, I became so overwhelmed with how many choices and options there were that I immediately turned it off. (laughs) And I think that's a good indication as to my state of mind right now. And I hope... I hope the listeners can be patient with me. And if anyone is really pissed off by how I'm how I am, I would suggest maybe unionizing and maybe we could get a couple of the listeners together and maybe someone could audition to replace me. <laughs> oh my god, like Tom Cruise auditioning for a girlfriend. Yeah, you could audition for your new girlfriend. I'll my new wife. Oh, I'd miss you too. Much. Yeah, I don't want a new wife. Yay, let's stay together. Let's let's stay together for the podcast. <laughs> You've been listening to Bitchin', a podcast by Tilly Steele and Helen Monks. Our music was by Dave Cribb and our artwork was by Luke W. Robson. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.